the most important thing you can ever do is not belong to someone else, but belong to yourself. And the moment you are able to belong to yourself, the moment you've done that work and that you feel so you, then you start to really, truly attract the people in your life who will accept that bright, authentic, fuck yes version of you. Welcome to the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast, your place for real talk and conscious conversations about shit that really matters. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, your resident queerdo, nonconformist, and trauma-informed coach for folks who are tired of the fucking shoulds and are craving something more. Stick around for all things relationship anarchy, coming out later in life, moving through the mess, and beyond. You ready? Here we go. Hey, 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 my live your fuck yes lifers. Welcome to episode 150 of the podcast and to season seven. I am just so honored and stoked and really grateful to be back and to be in your earbuds again. I know that many of you were probably and have been Um, asking me if the podcast was coming back. And the reality was that I, until early this year, like 2023, uh, didn't know the answer. Um, And the more that I sat with where I am right now since the last podcast episode aired in July (laughs) of 2022, which is at this point now over over six months ago, which is the longest break I have ever taken since starting the podcast. But it feels really, really right to be back. And uh, I am in such a different and also same, which you'll you'll learn more about as we we dive in, um, space to feel like I can really show up here with true intention, which is always my, my goal and the way that I, I want to show up. Um, and I also, (laughs) um, just really am stoked, um, to bring to you not just my thoughts, but as always, um, conversations with some really incredible people, um, new guests, uh, potentially some return guests for this season, um, to deep dive into all of the things you love and why you are always here. Um, all things, you know, queerness and coming out later in life, all things, non-traditional relationship structures, be that relationship anarchy, um, or, uh, any type of non-monogamy. Um, if you're here for any trauma uh, awareness and unlearning and people pleasing uh, in recoveryness and beyond, that is why we show up in this space. Um, and so much of that goodness is coming down the pipes. And I just want to say that for all of you who have sent me some of just the most incredible messages over the last six months. Um, as I have still remained active on social media in ways that um, have made sense for me and um, also, you know, been doing my thing as an artist, an actor, and as a coach in, again, ways that made sense 
for me and and within my capacity um i just want to say thank you for continuing to be here and continuing to support all of the things that i do and all of the things that i am um and i'm just so excited to continue to give back to all of you in this way uh it feels really fitting that this is launching at the beginning of february uh, if you've been here <laughs> since the podcast officially originally launched you'll remember that it launched then in 2018 five years ago we are hitting our five-year anniversary five years 150 episodes it feels really really monumental Whew, and here i go getting emotional again <laughs> yeah um but it does and especially given everything that um I've, I've navigated personally in the last year, um, this time of year also feels, um, especially fitting, um, to be coming back, uh, and in such a renewed way, um, because around this time last year is, as you learned from the last episode of season six of the podcast, um, when, it was becoming abundantly, viscerally clear that unless massively drastic things um, were to happen, um, to change, um, uh, something magical in the universe, um, that I was going to be moving towards a divorce, Um, which, as you all know, is what happened. Um, or, or should I say, what is happening? Uh, those of you who have or are going through, which I know there are many of you out there, um, the divorce process know that it is a lengthy one. Um, and uh, it has certainly proven to be that on my end. So um, while I am spiritually and by all senses <laughs> divorced, um, uh, other than the legal <laughs> component of it, um, yeah, we're still we're still in the thick of 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 that. So um, it just feels really fitting, though. Um, and and it was so not planned this way, um, as as y'all know. I'm I'm just I move through things very organically. But it's also not just um, the beginning of the podcast anniversary, but it's also uh, my birthday uh, month slash um, my birthday. As you're listening to this, was over the weekend. Um, uh, before this episode dropped and um I turned 32 um and I am recording this a few days before my birthday and if you also have been around these parts for a while even pre-podcast days to like my blogging days you might remember that I used to on my birthday do a post or an episode about the things that I've learned um you know 30 things I've learned, 28 things I've learned, you know, however old I was. And I, had, I, I didn't do that last year, um, but uh, I really felt like that would be a nice way to sort of kick off um, the season and coming back to you and, and sharing about where I am now. Uh, because while I've done it in spurts on social media, um, podcasting has always been the way that feels the most home for me. Um, and it's also the best way for me to really properly, um, 
<laughs> I don't know if you can hear Charlie grunting in the background. Um, but yeah, it's always been the best way for me to really, I don't know, yeah, speak from the heart. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very much feels the most, the most authentic to me. Um, and that's the way that I always want to show up here. You know, it's funny because in preparation for this, I was listening to the last episode of the season all about me announcing publicly about my my divorce. And I just want to, again, state that if you've never, if you haven't listened to that episode, I'm not going to repeat the things I've said there, um, but I highly recommend you do um, because I still sometimes get questions, um, kind of wanting the tea, the dirt, and what I said there still stands. Um, so feel free to go back and listen to it. But something that really struck me when I listened to it, um, which I hadn't done since I recorded it, um, was the difference in my voice. Um, I can feel and hear the weight, the gravity, the grief, the overwhelm. And I remember how deep in it I was even in July, uh, you know, six months, six plus months, um, into the process of, uh, of divorce and of completely transitioning my life in so many ways. Um, and I listen to my voice and I feel my spirit now and I feel and experience such a shift and I don't know about y'all, but like that gave me like such a glimmer of like, oh, fuck yeah. Like I'm so stoked. And I hope for all of you like in the thick of it right now, or maybe you're in a similar place to me, if you are in the thick of it, whatever that it is, I hope that um, I encourage you to like video yourself or um, or record yourself on a voice memo and um, and, rem- and, and, and remind yourself to go back to it um, as a way to just witness yourself and your growth because that's the thing that I, I say to myself and all of my clients all of the time is like we forget so often to celebrate these, these seemingly little things but monumentally huge shifts um, because it's so much easier for our brains um, and our neural pathways to focus on the stuff that's going wrong. Um, and so we have to really, really do that, that practice work. And, and I even really, really struggled to see that for the longest time. Cause I was so deep in fight or flight for so long. Um, and my nervous system was so shot from trying to frankly survive and then also find a way to coexist within my life circumstances, um, for far too long. Um, and even in July, my body was deep in nervous system recovery. Um, and, um, yeah, but if you are on the other side of it, I also, um, encourage you to celebrate yourself when you're with where you're at now. And, and, and ask if you can't notice it within yourself, like ask your closest circle, um, to reflect what they've seen in the shift in you, because, um, God, it's such a gift. Um, and I, and I hope that it, it's a, it's a listening to me and hearing me. Um, if you are in the thick of it, uh, gives you a little glimmer of hope that you're going to be okay because you are, 
you are. And as I've said a lot, um, semi-recently and also uh, throughout uh, the last you know few months on my social media, like sometimes the right thing is the hardest thing and doing it is like the most liberating experience and also like it's fucking hard it's hard um i was in that i was in the thick of it i sometimes still have dips um but i can say unequivocally that it does get better with time and the reason that it gets better is because you chose the right thing that you chose you um so yeah um I have a whole list, 32 things I've learned in 32 years. Um, I will have posted this by the time this is coming out um, on my um, Instagram. Uh, so go to the my birthday post, which is the 4th of February, um, to read all of them. I'm not going to share them all like I have in the past on the podcast um, here, but I am going to highlight a few things and themes um, that have played such a vital role in 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 my my know my self-discovery my knowing process my unlearning process in the hopes that um these things either you can witness them in yourself or they can also serve as potential guides for you um whatever feels right um for your knowing and your being the biggest one i would say and the thing that's been like the biggest through line for me over the last decade and especially highlighted in the last year of my life is that um, who you are and what makes you the most you um, is often not going to be digestible by the world and that's okay and while it can feel really lonely at times it is so much lonelier and so much harder to pretend to be something you're not, to chameleon yourself into a million different things um, that you believe will be more digestible for others, to a people please your way um, through the world um, and in tandem, doing it in a way that is so inauthentic to your truest self whether that's your identity, what lights you up, how you want to move through the world, your too muchness that has been uh, so perpetually documented um, or, or shamed by so many other people, any of those things. Staying true to you is the most giving and and biggest gift you can give yourself um, at any point in your life and whether you've spent decades in this like covering space um, or have been doing it for you know a person or in a certain community space obviously when it is safe to um, just like be you be you because when when you move through the world as yourself, yes, you might be um, 
more prone to perception in a way that um, can be challenging or ridicule by people or uh, bullying, a cyberbullying, beyond, all these things. Um, and it also might mean that relationships in your life go away. But the reality is, is that you are living a false life <laughs> when you are not yourself. Um, that you are moving through the world in a way that's going to severely impact your health, your nervous system, your sense of self long-term in a way that is so much harder to repair the longer you're in that space. I know this because I was there so long, for so, so, so long. And in so many ways, I mean, even, even me pursuing acting as a professional career uh, is has been one of the like first things in my life that was like, you're not digestible. Like, this is not okay. Um, I mean, I cannot tell you how many people, um, mostly, frankly, and luckily, people who, like, don't know me, but some people who uh, were supposed to be my biggest champions um, and people who claimed to really support me in my art and then go around and say things like, it's not a real job, right? That, that what I do as an actor, as an artist, isn't valuable enough to spend my time and my energy on and that I should quote unquote get a real job, right? Um, and my knowing that I was put on this earth to perform, that being on stage, singing, acting, and beyond is what I was meant to do more than anything on the planet has been probably the only knowing through line that has been so fervent and so true that nothing, nothing could stand in, in that way. I always, always moved in that way um, and never gave up on it and have continued to not give up on it. And it is, I'm so grateful for that. Um, I'm so grateful that I've had that knowing. But there have been other other pieces like my my sexuality like my queerness like um uh my you know very <laughs> non-traditional way of operating in relationship both with my platonic friends and then at times in non-monogamous dynamics that was certainly by many folks triggering um very very like not okay um, for so, so, so many people because it, again, goes against what they know. And I, for so long, just didn't pursue my own knowing in those spaces because I didn't think I could. I didn't think I had um, the ability to and uh, that it was okay to. And I was so wrapped up in perception and being loved and feeling safe and accepted and ultimately in the desire to belong that I sacrificed my own knowing for so, so, so long um, when really the most important thing, the thing that I wish I could tell every single person on the motherfucking planet is that 
the most important thing you can ever do is not belong to someone else, but belong to yourself. And the moment you are able to belong to yourself, the moment you've done that work and that you feel so you, then you start to really, truly attract the people in your life who will accept that bright, authentic, fuck yes version of you. And when you're chameleoning, you're not really getting community and people that are really loving the real you because they don't know that person. Because you don't know that person. So yeah, that's that's definitely been the biggest one um, for me. And, you know, even somebody like me who spent, God, like the, you know, better part of the last decade of my life doing self-work, uh, supporting my mental health, learning about my nervous system, doing trauma-informed training, somatic work, all of that stuff, both for myself as, as a coach, but also just for myself as a person. Um, I still found that I was having these revelations post coming out of my marriage that I had been much more in fight or flight, that my nervous system had been much more suppressed than I was aware of, that I had missed some really big, monumentally huge things that were happening in my life because I was just trying to keep myself safe in the process of that. My body was trying to keep itself safe. Um, And in a way... I was making myself digestible (laughs) despite being so open about all these other things, right? Um, I was making myself in the context of my 11-year partnership digestible um, there, uh, (laughs) even though I was being so untrue to myself by staying. Um, And if anything... You know, so many people have said, and and people that I know who have gone through massive um, relationship transitions, whether that's de-escalation, divorce, etc., have said, oh, like you lost yourself, right? You lost yourself. And in so many ways, I really resisted saying that that was true because I got really good at... um, all of like building up all of these things, um, these tools, these techniques, these things that I, w- I was teaching and then also doing within myself to be like coasting, right? It's like how I navig- had navigated my depression in the past, how I had navigated my anxiety leading up to my surgery in 2018 was like, I'm going to build myself up from the inside out. I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to be like on on the outside and and what i believe is the inside right is really alive and and so full and and the most myself and i'm i'm well when in reality it, shit is not good <laughs> you know and um i definitely i definitely did not realize how unwell i was and leaving and finally getting into a place where it was 
like a physical space and also like a slow mental space um, and a nervous system, slow nervous system recalibration. It, It was wild to me how much I realized I, I was just not, I was so, 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 so unwell. And I really needed the time, which is why I took the six months. I really needed the time to, uh, be well again. And, um, and, and for the light that, and the relief that was, entering my body to not just come and be coming in waves, but for that to be my homeostasis, um, that to be the main pool of my water where of course, occasional waves would crash. That would be hard and tumultuous and overwhelming. Um, but that my homeostasis was this state of peace of, of authenticity (laughs) of wellness. Um, (laughs) And it feels pretty great to feel there and to have been there um, for some time now. And um, yeah, the biggest thing I have learned is that, God, you deserve to take up space exactly as you are and in all fucking scenarios of your life. And if there's an area in your life that you're not taking up space as soon as you can and as soon as it's safe to on, on your own timeline, move through that. It is the, there is nothing more valuable and worthwhile in this world, in my opinion, (laughs) than, than moving in that way, than taking up space, than, than, than standing in your fuck yes self. Um, another, another thing that I, uh, really learned, I I would say, especially in the last year, but also really in the, in the last five or six years of my life is that identity markers can and will change the more self-aware you become, the more unlearning you do, and the greater you connect to your, to your fuck yes self, right? Um, as many of you have probably seen, um, on my social media, um, a few months ago, uh, or whatever time is, I don't remember what exactly it was, um, I wrote a post about how I no longer feel pulled to the identity marker of um, being called polyamorous. And that's not to say that I feel um, pulled away from polyamorous relationships. I still think that they're really beautiful. But what I realized is that that identity marker no longer fit me. Um, and it's so fascinating. And the same thing as like me, you know, uh, coming into like calling myself straight for so, so, so long coming into my sexuality and doing that work and realizing, Oh shit, like I'm definitely not straight feeling really pulled to bisexuality. And the more that I've moved into, you know, the queer community and my queerness realizing, Oh no, like the word that makes the most sense, the word that resonates in my body, in my mouth, the same way that the word fuck always has as this liberation, like, yes, this is me is the word queer. Like if there were ever going to be words on my body, (laughs) 
that are not like quotes, like Mary Oliver quotes um, on my body. Um, if I ever have the fucking balls to get a tattoo, it would be like queer as fuck or fuck or queer or something like that, right? That's why my merch line <laughs> is all about that, baby, because those words mean so fucking much to me. Um, and what I've always felt and what I've always been for the longest time since, you know, since before I was in any non-monogamous relationships, um, was so deeply in the vein of relationship anarchy. It's the closest thing that I've ever found to like my values and my systems. And, um, and yeah, I, I just realized that I, I, I'm a really content person in anything from monogamous to, you know, non-hierarchical polyamory, um, I would say solo polyamory, not so much on my bag, but I know so many of you really resonate with that and that's beautiful. Um, but yeah, like those are anything in that, in those relationship structures could and would work. Um, it just really depends on the people that I, I meet and, um, how I choose to, cultivate a relationship with them based on what works for our unique dynamic or dynamics um and even now even now there was such a tumultuous response of like oh yeah like well she's she was really monogamous all this time and like and she was just trying on polyamory for size right it's it's all this stuff is gonna ruffle people but I just want you to remember that like you don't owe your identity markers, your progression of self-understanding to fucking anybody. And your timeline is entirely yours. And people may not understand and they don't fucking need to. And if understanding is important to you, then I encourage you to share in the ways that feel the most aligned to you in the same ways that I've attempted to do in this space. Because... People deserve to know. People deserve to know and see that, like, it's <laughs> it's possible. Um, and it's actually more common than most folks um, want to believe. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's definitely one of them uh, that has been really massive for me. Um, and in that same vein, and it's sort of the same vein as the first one, too, there are people in your life who will revel in all of you. And, and I don't I don't mean like the majority of the parts of you. I mean literally all of you. Um, if someone is just tolerating you singing around the house uh, or <laughs> just tolerating the way that you laugh or just tolerating... Um, the way in which you move through the world um, as a queer person, um, those are not your truest people. Um, I have been very lucky to have some lifelong people who are that for me and some folks who have come into my life in the last year who have really shown me what it is to be like deeply loved and reveled in every part of me and it is magic and it is worth fighting for worth seeking um you are worth being loved for all of you
goodness. Um, <laughs> um, another one that um, has been super big for me, and um, I'm going to be doing a podcast episode this season um, in a much more intentional way uh, on demisexuality um, and um, specifically like just like all types of, you know, asexuality and stuff because I think it's really vital and important. Um, but if casual sex isn't a thing for you, it might just mean you're demi or somewhere on the ace spectrum. It doesn't mean um, <laughs> that there's anything wrong with you. <laughs> it just means that you're not into casual sex. And also on the flip side, if casual sex is your thing, fucking yes. Like revel in that. Like I so wish that, that was something I had the capacity for. Um, but it is just not how I am made. Um, and what again makes people so beautiful and what makes community so unique is that we are all on this like differing spectrum of things and, all of the, there's there's a seat at the table for all of the things um so yeah uh <laughs> if maybe you existed in that space uh you know i get it um okay i'm going to do two more and then um and then i'll let you read the rest um but this one definitely has played a huge role in my life and that is that hierarchy does not need to exist within your relationships and platonic loves are can be and whatever you need them to be just as important right as romantic and sexual loves in our lives and you don't have to you can choose to if it feels aligned but you don't have to subscribe to traditional relationship structures or the relationship escalator if they don't work for you um this is obviously a reflection of my relationship anarchist heart um, and also of my experiences in the last five years, um, and really beyond, before that, um, I, I just deeply believe in all of these things. Um, yeah. Okay. What's the last one that I want to share with y'all? Oh goodness. So many of these are so good. Okay. Um, Okay, this is one that I would say that I've definitely navigated the most in the last year. And when I tell you that I have had to reel myself in so many times to quote unquote fight back and stoop to the level of folks, um, it has been tough. Um, but this is ironically also number 29 on my list, which is my favorite number. Um, and it says, just because other people lie, cheat, and operate in unfathomably inhumane ways towards you doesn't say a thing about you or that you deserve it in any way. Stay in your integrity. It will always feel better in the long run than the instant gratification of stooping to their level out of anger, hurt, or revenge. When I fucking tell you that it has been hard... <laughs> um, that I've had to really like count to 10 on a few instances um, or like yell on the phone about circumstances to my friends. Um, unfathomable things. Um, I, I know that I will look back 
on this year of my life and feel deep gratitude that I did not stoop to that level, that I chose to stay in my integrity, that I chose kindness, that I chose doing the right thing, even if it's the hard thing, (laughs) even if, ooh, like getting in my anger and having that, you know, expressed um, was what my whole body was telling me to do. That choosing to move through the anger in a in a container that was specifically just with myself or with my close circle um, is something I will look back on and be really grateful for. Um, because if we don't have our integrity, we don't have anything. And I only hope that the people who do lie, cheat, and move through the world inhumanely will be able to see one day um, that they are out of (laughs) their own integrity um, and choose doing the right thing instead of the easy thing. So yeah, it's, it's funny because so many of these things, like now that I'm reflecting back on the share, like have a lot of weight to them or might feel like they have a lot of weight to them. And, and in many ways they do. They're, they've been huge lessons for me. And I'm sure that if you've navigated anything in that lane, which I know many of you have, that they've been huge lessons for you too. But I look back on these things with so much care and love and gratitude again because I'm sitting here <laughs> in my new apartment, which isn't so new anymore, um, in a place that feels safe and is safe and is um, filled with light and um, and so much love and, um, and is fully me. Um, and I am in this space, as I record this to you, sitting in my deepest knowing, Uh, moving through the world with so much fuck yesery like I I am brimming as my truest me Um, and I wouldn't have gotten here (laughs) I wouldn't be sitting here as a almost 32 year old self 32 year old self as you're listening to this um, having been through divorce having come out later in life having, you know, navigated the peaks and valleys of polyamorous dynamics, um, having had a double mastectomy and, you know, navigating all the BRCA stuff, having been in recovery of my people pleasing, um, of my eating disorder years, of all of, all of the trauma that I have, um, been on the receiving end of, I, I would not be here brimming, um, without these lessons, without, those experiences. Um, I'm not grateful for my trauma. I'm not grateful for the years of, you know, the shit, the hard stuff, but I, I do feel indebted to the person that I was then that didn't always know what to do. That certainly didn't always move through the world with intention that, struggled and 
did the best she fucking could. And all of the ways that I have come to this version of myself now, a truer, more, more aligned fuck yes version of me. Um, and I, uh, I'm pretty proud of her. And I hope that no matter where you are in your journey, you can feel proud of yourself because we're all just doing the best we fucking can. And (laughs) that is enough. And yeah, I hope that this list illuminates things that you can celebrate within yourself if you've, if you've also, you know, made this realization and that for the things that you're wanting to work towards or unlock for yourself, unlearn, achieve, whatever, that they serve as guides and as, uh, these anchor posts for you to be able to set intentions around and move towards, um, in the ways that feel right and aligned for you. Again, that post is on Instagram. Um, pop in the comments and and let me know maybe which ones you're, you're wanting to really focus on for yourself or which ones like really fucking hit home for you. And, um, as always, if you loved this episode, if you resonated with anything in here, share it with your friends, your partners, beyond, um, leave a rating and review on iTunes. It really does go a long way. And anything that I shared um, in the episode will be where it always is, which is in the show notes. Um, the episode, like the last episode on divorce will be there, um, or you can just scroll down on whatever podcast app you're listening to. Um, and also all of the uh, queer um, as fuck merch. Um, you can get a sticker or a mug or a cropped hoodie, <laughs> a t-shirt. Um, that will also be in the show notes, um, as well as all of the other goods mentioned. Um, appreciate you all so, so, so much. Thank you for being here. And until next time, I'll see you on the flip side. Bye.